So they're merging artificial intelligence with human DNA. My God. Let's talk about it. We've got some difficult days ahead. I just want to do God's will. I want you to know the night that we as a people will get to the promised land. Shalom, 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 my brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of Jacob Seed Podcast, where the diaspora speaks. The whole point of this podcast is to get positive, uplifting, thought-provoking content out to the African-American community who are a part of the Semitic diaspora. I thank you, as always, for all who listen, all who support, um, all who take your time out. You could be doing anything else, as I always say, but you've chosen to take just a few minutes to rock with your boy Yahoo, and I appreciate that and that does not go unnoticed listen I want to thank everybody um, who has supported this podcast um, who has uh, bought clothes who have um, subscribed uh, to our um, subscription whatever it may be who continue to listen every week on a daily basis who have um, uh, followed us on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it may be However you're supporting this podcast, trust me, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. If you are interested in ways on how to support this podcast, there are several ways. Number one, you can go to jacobseedpodcast.com and you can press on any one of these uh, uh, two buttons. Either you can support us monthly uh, with with as little as $1 a month or you can give us um, a one-time support. Um, as well you can also go to jacobseed.com press the store link you go to our store and buy all kind of merchandise and all those uh, good things and you can continue just to listen to the podcast each and every week Um, so however you're supporting us again we thank you we thank you we thank you um i don't think i have anything else really oh also remember um we're on youtube as well so um if you're a youtuber you like getting on youtube uh, we don't have a lot of stuff on YouTube right now. Our plan is to increase um, our content on YouTube here very soon. Um, so I'm just getting my kind of studio stuff together, and uh, we'll get that started real soon. But there is content there on the YouTube page. Uh, you can just go to jacobc.com uh, once again, and you can find those things on YouTube. So let's get right into this. So they're starting to merge artificial intelligence with human DNA. Man, that sounds something right out of sounds like something right out of a science fiction movie. And uh, sometimes you hear, especially in the Hebrew community, you hear a lot of things like this. You're like, man, those people are crazy. It's conspiracy theory. You've gone way too far to the left or way too far to the right. And I really just can't believe this because it's too far fetched for my brain to just compute anything like this. So let me tell you something about myself. I am not a conspiracy theorist. What I do when I hear something, I take information from the conservative, from the liberal, from the far right, from the far left, somewhere in the middle. Um, I take information from news sources here in the United States, from news sources in the United Kingdom, news sources in Israel, news sources um, in the Middle East, news sources in Asia and all these different places. And I I read all. I read it all. I read it all. I watch it, um, whatever it is, 
And somewhere in the middle of all of the communication and the chaos, you find the truth, right? So, and I have plenty of episodes talking about how we need to be um, critical thinkers. So when we when we're talking about critical thinking, we can't just take the very first um, uh, uh, plot of information that we get and just run with it. So that's what a lot of us do. Like we hear something, we're like, oh my God, look at that. And we run with it. We can't do that. You have to have critical thinking. So you have to look at multiple sources. And when multiple sources start saying the same thing, that's when you need to start to start paying attention to stuff. Okay. So as I said, artificial intelligence is starting to be mixed with human DNA. Why is this an issue? So if you listen to a lot of um, people in the awakening and even some Christian or Muslim or, or, or religious uh, movements, you'll see that they're very concerned about what we would, what revelation would call the mark of the beast. Okay. And a lot of them would say either one or two things. The mark of the beast is um, Saturday or Sunday Sabbath. So we know the Roman Catholic church has changed the Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday. And people say that if you go to church on Sunday or if you worship on Sunday, you have now accepted the mark of the beast. And um, a lot, the only issue I have with that premise is that the mark of the beast is something when you're marked with it, or if you're not marked with it is going to impact your ability to buy or sell goods. So going to church on Sunday in my opinion, will never impact you buying or selling goods. Why not? Because there are a bunch of irreligious people. What about them that won't go to any religious service, whether Sunday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or whatever? But then you have those who say, well, it'll be a chip that is implanted in you. I think that's more logical than the Sunday service deal only because of this. When we read in Revelation, we read that there are two marks. There is the mark of the beast. So it, will, it would allow you to buy and sell in the marketplace during the tribulation. Then you have the mark of the saints. So there's angels standing at the four corners of the world. And you read this in Revelation. And they're about to come and allow all the elements to destroy the earth. But then there are other angels that say, hold on, wait a minute. Stop it. Let us mark the sons and daughters of the Most High on the forehead. Let us mark them first before you destroy this place. So if we mark them, they'll be safe from whatever's about to come. They'll be safe. So I believe that if the mark of the sons and daughters of Elohim is a physical mark, then the mark of the beast must also be a physical mark. It has to be something to differentiate the, the good from the evil, for lack of a better term. So why am I saying all of this? I'm saying all of this because it all ties back into the return of the Messiah. Now, I do not know when the Messiah is coming. The Messiah doesn't know when the Messiah is coming. He said, no one knows the time or the day, not him, not angels, not men, only the Father. So only Yahuwah knows the time and the day when the Messiah will return. But he gave us a hint in Matthew 24, and he also gave us a hint when he said, it'll be like the times of Noah. So what was happening during the times of Noah that we can see the Messiah coming back? 
So let's read a little bit of Genesis chapter six and try to get an idea of what was happening during the times of Noah. So uh, Genesis chapter six and starting in verse one, it says in time when men began to multiply on earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of Elohim saw that the daughters of men were attractive and they took wives for themselves, whomever they choose. Adonai said, my spirit will not live in human beings forever, for they too are flesh. Therefore, their lifespan is to be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterwards when the sons of Elohim came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them. These were the ancient heroes, men of renown. Adonai saw that the people on earth were very wicked and that all the imaginations of their heart were always of evil only. Adonai regretted that he had made humankind on the earth. It grieved his heart. Adonai said, I will wipe out humankind whom I have created from the whole earth and not only human beings, but animals, creeping things and birds in the air. For I regret that I ever made them. But Noah found grace in the sight of Adonai. And then after that, uh, that's that's verses one through eight. And then after that, it tells the genealogy of Noah uh, from verses nine on through verses twelve. Um, and then verses 13 on down, it just tells Noah about the wickedness and his sons and all the stuff. And, and you, you read the rest of Genesis chapter six, but we see the episode in Genesis chapter six is that we have some fallen angels and can you read more about these fallen angels. I believe in Joshua chapter seven, definitely in Enoch chapter six and Enoch chapter eight. All right. So we see that these fallen angels called the fallen or the watchers or the, um, um, the Anunnaki um, in some uh, religion. And we see that these angels began to have um, sexual relationships with the daughters of men, so human beings. And they mixed their DNA with these human beings. And it produced an evil never seen before on earth. This evil will consume the earth and influence men to do more evil. Why is this important? Because Yahshua said that in the end times, people will disregard righteousness and their hearts will become cold and evil will abound. Why is that? So um, we, if we look at um, Hebrews, let's actually turn to that. So I want you to see something real quick, real quick. Let's see here, let me get it. And I, I wasn't planning on, on, on doing reading this exactly, but. Um, actually, it's Romans. I'm sorry. It's not Hebrews. It's Romans. Romans 15. Romans 15. Cha uh, Romans chapter 15, verse 4. It says, for everything written in the past was written to teach us so that with encouragement of the Tanakh, we might patiently hold on to our hope. So everything written in the past, this is what Paul is saying. So Everything written in his past will be the Tanakh, all right, will be the, uh, the scriptures, the Torah and the prophets and the writings. But everything written in that time, so that would include Genesis chapter 6, was written to teach us. So, if the Most High destroyed the world, the world came to an end. So we know when the Messiah comes back, it, the world will come to an end. 
We'll have a new heaven. We'll have a new earth. All right. If the first time that the world ended was because some wicked angels came down and mixed their seed with human beings. So a foreign entity had mixed their seed with human DNA and created all kind of evil on the earth. The Most High said, I regret making these humans. I'm destroying everything. But Noah found favor with the Most High. Why would you think if everybody's seed is being mixed and he's angry with them, why would Noah, what's different about Noah that he would find favor with the Most High? And my conclusion in reading and a bunch of study, I believe that Noah and his seed, his three sons, their three daughters, and his wife had yet to mix their seed with the fallen angels and those who had already fallen with those angels. So they did not, so Noah did not give his daughters away to the angels, um, his daughter-in-laws, and then um, his no, uh, Noah himself was not um, a descendant from someone who had mixed their seed with these fallen. All right. He was not only righteous, but he him and his seed were perfect human beings. They were not mixed with foreign DNA, with foreign particles. All right. So he found favor with the most high because he was different from everybody else. Right. He did not take on the serpent seed of the fallen angels. So if in Noah's time, the Most High destroyed the earth because a foreign entity had mixed with human DNA, and we read in, we read in Romans 15, Paul says, everything written into the, in Tanakh is written for our learning. What do you think is going to happen when the, when the earth is destroyed again? Because it's going to be destroyed again. We read that in Revelations. And, the, and, and Yahshua said, is going to be destroyed because it's going to be like the times of Noah. Well, what, what happened during the times of Noah? It was exceedingly, increasingly evil. Human beings were. Why? Because they mixed their seed, their DNA, with a foreign particle. At that time, it was fallen angels. I believe, in the very near future, that it will be, this time, artificial intelligence. Robotics will be mixed with human DNA, creating superhumans and increasingly making humans more evil. Why? Because now you have become merged with something that makes you, quote unquote, superior. Now you yourself feel like you are a god and can do any and everything you want to do. So before you turn off your, your, whatever you're listening to this on, like, man, this Yahu that went off on the deep end. Let me prove this to you because this is not just me speaking. This is literally me taking all this information that's going on because a lot of us don't like to read and compiling it together and finding different things. And I'm not saying this. These are now reputable news outlets, worldwide news outlets who have um, confirmed that militaries and engineers are trying to find ways to merge the human DNA with artificial intelligence to create superhumans so that we can, one, live forever, we can eradicate disease, and so that um, we can create super soldiers in, in worldwide armies. All right? 
And remember, anything that they do evil, they first try to make it sound so good. Just like Agenda 2030. Look up Agenda 2030. It sounds so good. But we know that Agenda 2030 is in an effort to globalize the world, to make a one world order. And we know people that's trying to make one world orders are not those who are on the side of our Elohim, the Elohim of Israel. But we want those things to happen because we read in 1 Peter that we ought to hasten the coming of the Messiah. What does hasten mean? To speed it up, right? Speed it up. So I'm not mad that those things are happening, but I'm very watchful. And I'm understanding what's going on because I read the scriptures and I read what's going on around the world. So um, this first thing I want you to listen to, um, it is a, a MSNBC clip. This is MSNBC. This is not some kooky, you know, info wars or some kooky far right left, uh, 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 you know, news station. This is MSNBC. You can also find this um, article. Actually, you know what? Before, before I play you the MSNBC clip, I want to read you an article. I want to read you an article. And the article is from... Uh, the BBC, so that's the British Broadcasting uh, Communication something like that. I don't know exactly what it stands for, but it's BBC News. So this is the news. This is this is like the main. This is like the NBC, ABC, Fox, or whatever of um, of the United Kingdom, right? So the headline says, and I'll, I'll put this in the link in the podcast description. So the headline says, "France to start research into enhanced soldiers." Hmm. So this again, this is not some crazy outlandish thing that I have made up. It's literally in the news. They're not trying to hide it. So it starts off. It says France armed forces have been given the go ahead to start research on developing enhanced soldiers. Mm. A report laid out conditions under which work out um, a report laid out conditions under which work on implants and other technologies designed to improve battlefield performance should be carried out in the future. The report stresses that other nations, this is very important because I'm going to show you a clip of MSNBC. The report stresses that other nations are exploring such possibilities and that France must keep up. Defense Minister Florence Parley has emphasized the need to look ahead. In a speech last week, she said France had no immediate plans to develop enhanced technology for soldiers, but we must face the facts, she added. Not everyone shares our scruples, and we must be prepared for whatever the future holds. She said ways to maintain our operational superiority without turning our backs on our values must be explored. Details of the report by the Military Ethics Committee were released on Tuesday. Human beings have long sought ways to increase their physical or cognitive abilities in order to fight wars. It warned possible ad- advances could ultimately lead to cap- uh, uh, capacity enhancements being introduced into soldiers' bodies. The report uh, mentioned research on implants that could improve cerebral capacity or help soldiers tell enemy from an ally. They could also um, allow commanders to locate them or read their vital signs from a distance. Drawing clear ethic lines, the document noted, was therefore essential. It said eugenic or genetic practices should be banned, as well as anything that could jeopardize the soldier's integration into society or return to civilian life. 
In her speech, Ms. Parley noted that in civilian fields, work on neural implants for humans was proceeding apace. This year, Elon Musk, so a lot of us know Elon Musk, the founder of Tesla and SpaceX and all this stuff. This year, Elon Musk unveiled a pig called Gertrude with the coin-sized computer chip in her brain to demonstrate his ambitious plans to create a working brain-to-machine interface. And that brain-to-machine interface is called Neuralink. And you'll hear more about that as well because I have a clip from Neural, for Neuralink and exactly what Neuralink is and what it plans to do. So in this article, we hear that France is researching ideas for enhanced soldiers. They're trying to combine artificial intelligence with human DNA. Last time that a foreign particle was combined with human DNA on a mass scale was Genesis chapter 6. Soon after that, the Most High destroyed the earth. Now, listen to this clip from MSNBC. Um, now that you've now that I've read this article about France, remember, France said, the report stresses that other nations are exploring such possibilities and that France must keep up. So who or what are those other nations? Listen to this clip real quick from uh, MSNBC. So it sounds like something out of a movie, the threat of a bunch of human weapons with biologically enhanced capabilities. Pretty sure that's the plot line of Captain America. But the reality, we might be talking about Captain China. That's according to a new warning from the director of national intelligence about the threat from China. And by the way, a warning that has rare bipartisan agreement. China intends to dominate the world economically, militarily and technologically. They intend to be the world's superpower. That's John Ratcliffe, of course, who is out with that new interview and op-ed. And the two leaders in both parties on the Senate Intelligence Committee say basically he's right. That China, quote, will stop at nothing to exert its global dominance. But here's the part of Ratcliffe's warning that is especially noteworthy. He says China's efforts include human testing to help develop soldiers with those biologically enhanced capabilities. And that is why, of all things, we are talking about super soldiers right now. With me now is Ken Delanian, who covers national security and intelligence for NBC News. Ken, really? How how real is this? How far along is this? As you said, Hallie, this does seem like it's right out of a Hollywood plot. But what we know is that the nation's top intelligence official says that the U.S. has evidence that China is conducting biological experiments on its soldiers to enhance their capabilities. And as you said, he said this as part of an effort to convince Americans about the dire threat to American national security from China. So I was somewhat skeptical about this claim, but when I started poking around, I found that private uh, American military experts in the, in the think tank world have actually studied this issue and written about it. And they have found that there is ample evidence that uh, Chinese scientists are very interested in applying biotechnology to the battlefield, and specifically the CRISPR gene editing tool, which raises a ton of questions. Picture super strong commandos who can operate on three hours sleep, or a sniper who can see Jeez. twice as far as a normal person. This is the kind of thing that the Chinese aspire to doing, and you know, it's, it's problematic because in the West, we, we consider that to be unethical, to tamper with the genes of healthy people. The CRISPR tool is generally confined to sort of uh, trying to cure genetic mutations and disease and, and try to improve plants. Uh, the, no one understands the implications of messing with human genes. And so that's a real worry. And it also sort of underscores, uh, Radcliffe and others say, the extent to which China is committed 
to military superiority over the West, Hallie. Thank you for checking out our YouTube channel. Why don't you... So you heard it there for yourself <laughs> on MSNBC. We have the country of China trying to create these enhanced super soldiers that would allow them to work on a three hours rest. And imagine the, the guy said that uh, a sniper can see three times, 10 times, whatever it was, further than a regular human being. My question is, how do you integrate? You, you've created, so you have um, taken a foreign entity merged it with human DNA that allows this human to be a super killer now. When you're done with that human, what do you do? How do you integrate that person back into regular society without them, without them being just pure evil? How do you do that? But it's not just China. It's not just France. Because the, the, you, if you heard the man caught in the lie, so France is researching the same, the say, the same artificial intelligence integration he would say that the West believes that tampering with human DNA is unethical. And we know that's not true because especially in the African-American community, we know about, you know, uh, uh, um, the, the, the Tuskegee stuff and um, just, the, just the, the, the overall uh, Henrietta Lacks Tuskegee experiments and just the overall medical society's relationship with the African-American community here in the United States, at least, is not good at all. All right, because of just the testing and the malpractice that just happens with us because the way they think about us. Also, the eugenics program that started right here in the United States was started to eradicate African-Americans. Which then Hitler learned about it and used that in his camps during the Holocaust and be clear. So and this is anyway, you all know me by now I go off into tangents. All right. So be clear that the Holocaust did not happen or start in Germany. All right. Hitler in Germany, just like every other European country, colonized most of Africa, not Germany itself, but just Europe colonized most of Africa. Germany had African colonies there. Hitler, in his research, found that the quote unquote Jews were of African descent or they were in Africa. So he started his eugenics research on these Jews that he found in Africa. So when Hitler says, yo, the United States has the jewels or the pearls of God, that's not a, like people laud Hitler for that. Oh my God, Hitler. No, 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 no. That wasn't a good thing. <laughs> He's being very sarcastic, okay? Because what he would do Everything that we learned that happened in those, those, those death camps there in Germany started first in Africa. He started testing and, and, and putting people through t uh, uh, mustard gas and uh, shooting them up with just all kinds of diseases and seeing how their body would react and, and, and keeping them awake for hours upon hours, days upon days, and seeing how they would react and all this other kind of stuff. And then when he goes back to Germany and he sees all these other uh, so-called European Jews, he's like, yo, you descend from that African filth? Like, I'm getting rid of you too, if that's your ancestry, because I don't like them, all right? So he connected the African Jews with the European Jews, which is why we have now the Holocaust. But you know, the Holocaust is a, uh, it's a, it's a sacrifice. That's the word, it's a sacrifice. He sacrificed them. So, so Hitler's not a good person, all right? His evil started on the continent of Africa. Then it moved to his own country. So let that be clear. 
He killed thousands of us before he ever touched his own. All right? He's an evil man. Just get that out, get out that, get that out the way. But anyway, so and I did that because we we're talking about eugenics, right? So that man said, in the West, we believe that that tampering with human DNA is unethical. But again, we know that's not true because we have stories of Henry and Lacks. We have stories of the Tuskegee uh, experiments. We just have the overall history of how the medical community has treated those of African descent in this country. And then we have, of course, France, who's in the West. And then we have old Elon Musk. Yes, getting back to Elon Musk. He has created a company called Neuralink. What is Neuralink, you ask? Well, listen to this clip and give us some time because it's, it's, it's kind of long. Let's see how long is this clip. It's six minutes and 37 seconds, all right? So listen to this real quick, real quick, and this is uh, what Elon Musk company Neuralink seeks to, uh, seeks to do. Listen up. All village in France, but don't speak a word of French. Imagine if you could download a program into your brain and converse with locals. And what if you could later remember that trip in perfect detail? In the future, you will be able to save and re replay memories. Um, I mean, this is obviously sounding increasingly like a Black Mirror episode. Elon Musk says you will even be able to store your memories as a backup and then download them into a robot body. It sounds like science fiction, but Neuralink believes it could make that happen one day with this chip. It's a brain-machine interface, or BMI, a device that connects your brain to a computer. But before chasing these superhuman goals, Neuralink is focused on one thing, ending human suffering. All of our senses, sight, hearing, touch, smell, taste, are electrical signals sent by neurons to our brain. But sometimes the signals are not wired correctly. Neuralink wants to rewire the circuit so that the paralyzed walk, the blind see, the deaf hear, as well as treat other neurological disorders such as depression, insomnia, Alzheimer's. The battery lasts a full day and can be charged in- So, let me pause that right there. So he said that the purpose is so that what the lame walk, the blind hear, or the blind see, and the deaf hear. What's that sound like? Doesn't that sound like what Yahshua was doing? Doesn't that sound like what he has committed his disciples to do? But yet they're trying to merge artificial technology so that now you can be your own God. You can be your own Messiah. You can be your own miracle worker. Y'all see how evil this stuff is? Let's continue. But they make it sound so good. We're going to cure all disease and everybody's going to be awesome. Anyway, let's keep listening. Inductively as you sleep, possibly by wearing a nightcap, according to Musk, although it may not look exactly like this one. The prototype is different than 2019's. That one required an external earpiece, whereas the latest version involves just the chip sitting in the skull. It's kind of like a Fitbit in your skull with tiny wires. The wire So let me pause right there again. So... He said it's a Fitbit in your skull with tiny wires. So I believe that this is part of the mark because you, this is irreversible. A little chip in your hand, you could take that off. But now you have something literally, a wire linked to the strands of your DNA in your skull. You can't reverse that surgery, man. Now you've become, your DNA has become intertwined with artificial intelligence. 
with something that the Most High never intended your body to be entwined with. Just like he never intended human beings to mix their seed and DNA with angels. And he destroyed the earth because of that. Let's continue. Wires or threads are 10 times thinner than human hair and represent electrodes. The electrodes figure out what's happening in the brain by reading the signals sent by the neurons and then stimulating as many neurons as possible. This technology is not new, but what makes Neuralink drastically different from other neural interfaces is that it will insert significantly more electrodes to stimulate neurons on a scale never seen before. As a comparison, Utah Array is considered one of the best BMIs out there right now and has been used to study conditions like epilepsy. It has around 100 electrode channels, whereas the current version of Neuralink has more than 1,000. So let me pause right there. I don't know if y'all just caught that, but let's be clear. There are, this, this technology already exists and they're already using it on human beings. Now, what did our Messiah tell us to do? Always be on guard. Be watchful. Peter would tell us to be sober at all times. Look around, see what's going on. But listen, if we're always in this system and we're always distracted by work and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and uh, kids and all this, you, you have to get a time, number one, to soak yourself into the scriptures. And number two, to, 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 to take time, if it's not even 30 minutes, just to read some news. Read some news. And I'll, and I'll put some good... Um, news outlets for you to read and to look at um, in the de- podcast description. Um, so you can, you can go there and look at yourself and, 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 and read about stuff that's just going on around the world. All right. I'll, I'll give you all different kind of news outlets and read all of them. Cause I, like I said, you have to read everything from the left to the right and all the way in the middle to get some kind of truth about what's going on. Let's continue. Possibly much more in the future. Also, the threads are thinner and more flexible, greatly reducing the risk of piercing blood vessels and potentially causing catastrophic damage. But that doesn't mean humans are capable of the precision required for surgery. At the eventual cost of a few thousand dollars to the patient, this robot could one day do the entire operation in under an hour, leaving the chip relatively concealed. All you can see afterwards is that there's a tiny scar, and if it's under your hair, you can't see it at all. In fact, I could have it Neuralink right now, and you wouldn't know. So Elon Musk says, I can have a Neuralink right now, and you wouldn't even know. Odds are he probably got it in his head right now. But anyway, let's continue. Maybe I do. That's unlikely, since human trials haven't begun, but they have done tests on animals. So what we have in pen number one is Joyce. Joyce demonstrates what a normal pig is like without Neuralink. So here's Dorothy. Dorothy used to have the device, but no longer, and she appears to act just like Joyce. Gertrude, are you serious? Then there's Gertrude, (laughs) the one who's had an implant for two months. It took her a while to get with the program. Oh, the beauty of live demos. Gertrude, thanks for coming out. The beeps are signals from the area of her brain linked to her snout. So when she ate or sniffed the straw, the activity showed up on the graph. The implant has also helped the team predict the limb movements of a pig on a treadmill with what they describe as a high degree of accuracy, but it still remains to be seen how people respond to it. Neuralink has to get a stamp of approval from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to start human trials geared toward helping those with spinal cord injuries control a computer. We'll make this 
uh, as safe as possible. Just as with, with Tesla, while it is legally possible to ship a one-star car, the only cars we make are five stars. We actually maximize safety and we'll take the same approach here at Neuralink. But there are some signs of chaos at the young company. Former employees told STAT, an American health-oriented news website, that rushed timelines were often clashing with science's slow pace. Musk said last year he hoped the trials could begin by the end of 2020, which seems highly unlikely. And then there are the privacy issues that scientists have been urging governments to address, including what data should be collected and how it will be kept safe. So it will likely be a long time before this becomes a reality. But Neuralink has plans to expand rapidly. At its headquarters in Fremont, California, it has a massive space, but only 100 employees. In a few years, it expects to grow to 10,000, which would be more than the number of staff currently at SpaceX. Although the scientists and engineers will continue to work toward curing brain disorders, that's not the main reason Musk created Neuralink. He has repeatedly spoken of the fear that humans will be overtaken by artificial intelligence based on the hypothesis that if AI becomes super intelligent, it could be difficult or impossible for humans to control and potentially result in our extinction. So his solution is to sync up the human brain with AI and create a symbiotic relationship. Symbiosis refers to the... So let's pause it right there real quick. <laughs> so Elon Musk's fear is that AI will eventually take over the world. So his solution is not to destroy artificial intelligence, but to merge with it so we can be equal with it. Interesting. Let's keep going. We only got about a minute left on this clip. The art of living together. We see this in nature, in the mutually beneficial relationship between sea anemone and clownfish, for example. The anemone provides shelter for the fish, while the fish provides it nutrients and protects it from other predators. In the same way, humans and AI can grow together. Although Musk has many ambitious projects on the go, this one seems different than the others. SpaceX wants to build a city on Mars, changing where we live. The Boring Company is building underground tunnels, changing how we travel. But Neuralink is changing us, making us in many ways superhuman. The future is going to be weird. And that may be an understatement. Thanks so much for watching. I'm Cindy Palm. So would you ever get the Neuralink implant? If not, why not? And if so, what capability would you want to see the most? Let me know your thoughts. You can leave them in the comments section below. If you would I get the Neuralink? Hex, no, I wouldn't get no Neuralink. <laughs> so now we, we kind of see now where the headspace of some of these people are. So Elon Musk, a very smart and talented man. Again, you heard this, you can look up his company, SpaceX and Tesla and the Boring Company and all the things that they do. Uh, but his fear is that one day artificial intelligence will take over the world. His solution, merge with artificial intelligence. Wow. To merge with artificial intelligence, just like humans at one point merged with the fallen angels and the most high destroyed the earth. Listen, I'm not giving you this information to, to cause you to be fearful, or to cause anxiety or worry. Uh, but as the scriptures say, we should always be watchful on guard. We should always be sober, ready and all those different things. I'm giving you this information because it's important for you to know what's going on. So as my Maury always says, it's not really about Israel. But it's always about Israel, meaning that these things will have a major impact 
on the so-called African Americans and uh, the Israelites all around the world, those who follow the scriptures and refuse to take marks, refuse to take Neuralinks or whatever it's going to be in the future um, to buy and to sell. And if we do that, we that that will automatically cause us to be in a wilderness situation. Because if we can't go to Walmart and Kroger and, and, and Target and Hy-Vee and, and Myers or whatever, stop and shop and whatever, whatever your thing is, like we, we have to rely now on nature and most high to sustain us, right? So these things are coming in the near future, as you heard all of those articles say. Um, we know that China is testing super soldiers. France is testing super soldiers. And you better believe if China and France is doing it, I wouldn't be surprised if the United States is doing it now as well and just not telling its people. We have people like Elon Musk who is trying to merge human DNA with artificial intelligence so that we can live in peace with robots. Why not just destroy the whole thing altogether, right? Because uh, I, don't, I don't remember anybody in the, in the 1800s complaining about the fact that they didn't have artificial intelligence. All right. So anyway, just uh, I hope this, as always, this podcast helped you. I hope it allowed you to think. Um, And again, I will have a whole mirage of different news um, outlets for you to listen to, for you to read. Do not just pick one and fall in love with it, because remember, all the news, all the media is not controlled by us. It's controlled by this system. So what we have to do is we have to read everything from Fox News to MSNBC, ABC, uh, NBC, uh, the BBC, all the C's. And then somewhere on the middle, um, you'll get your truth. So, again, I, I thank you guys for listening, for tuning in. As always, uh, continue to support us in the ways that you can. Um, and as always, keep it 98 plus 2. Seek truth, live it out, and inform others. Shalom, brothers and sisters.